0: Chapters one through four of the Epistle of Paul to the Romans from the New Testament, translated by Abner Nealand. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter one Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God which he had promised before by his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his son who was born of the seed of david according to the flesh but proved to be the son of god by power according to the holy spirit through his resurrection from the dead the gospel i say concerning jesus christ our lord by whom we have received the favor of an apostleship for preaching obedience to the faith among all the nations for the sake of spreading his name among which nations are ye also the called of jesus christ to all the beloved of god and called to be saints who are in rome favor be to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ first i thank my god through jesus christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world for god is my witness whom i serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son that without ceasing i make mention of you always requesting in my prayers that by some means now at length by the will of god I may have a prosperous journey so as to come to you for i long to see you that i may impart to you some spiritual gift that ye may be established which is that i may be jointly comforted among you through our mutual faith the faith of both you and me but i would not have you ignorant brethren that i have often purposed to come to you but have been hitherto hindered That I might have some fruit among you also, even as among the other nations. I am debtor both to the greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So then, as much as lieth in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to every one who believeth. To the jew first and also to the greek for thereby god's method of justification from faith to faith is revealed as it is written now the just through faith shall live for the anger of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who conceal the truth in unrighteousness for what may be known of god is manifest among them for god hath manifested it to them for from the creation of the world the invisible things of him are clearly perceived being understood by the things which are made even his eternal power and providence so that they are inexcusable because when they knew god they glorified him not as god nor gave him thanks but became vain in their reasonings and their inconsiderate heart was darkened professing to be wise they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible god into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things wherefore god also gave them up to uncleanness through the desires of their hearts that their bodies should be dishonored amongst themselves who changed the truth concerning god into a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed to the ages amen for this cause god gave them up to vile passions for even their women changed the natural use into that which is against nature and in like manner the men also left the natural use of the women and burned in their desire one towards another men working unseemliness with men and receiving amongst themselves the due recompense of their error and as they did not approve of retaining god in their knowledge God gave them up to a reprobate mind to do those things which were not fit being filled with all iniquity maliciousness covetousness wickedness full of envy murder strife deceit malignity whisperers evil speakers haters of god injurious proud boasters inventors of evil things disobedient to parents without consideration covenant-breakers, without natural affection, implacable, without pity, who, though they knew the righteous ordinance of God, that those who commit such things are worthy of death, not only do them, but even have pleasure in those who do them. Chapter 2 Wherefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art who judgest, for wherein thou judgest another thou condemnest thyself for thou who judgest dost the same things but we know that the condemnation of god is according to truth against those who do such things and thinkest thou this o man who judgest those who do such things and yet dost them that thou shalt escape the condemnation of god Or despisest thou the riches of his kindness, and of his forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the kindness of God leadeth thee to a reformation? And after thy perverseness and unrepenting heart, treasurest thou up to thyself anger against the day of anger, and the manifestation and righteous judgment of God, who will render to every one according to his works, to those who, by patient continuance in good works, seek for glory and honor and incorruption, aeonian life. But upon those who are contentious and obey not the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there shall be wrath and anger, tribulation and distress, even upon every soul of man who doth evil, of the Jew first, and also of the Greek. But glory and honor and peace to every one who doth good to the jew first and also to the greek for with god there is no respect of persons for as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law and as many as have sinned under law shall be judged by law for not the hearers of the law will be just before god but the doers of the law they will be justified For when the gentiles who have not a law do by nature the things contained in the law, these not having a law are a law to themselves, who show forth the works of the law written in their hearts, their conscience witnessing with them, and their reasonings between themselves accusing or else excusing each other, in the day when God will judge the secret things of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel but if thou be called a jew and rest in the law and glory in god and know his will and discern the things that are excellent being instructed out of the law and be confident that thou thyself art a guide of the blind a light to those who are in darkness an instructor of the unwise a teacher of babes having the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law thou who teachest another teachest thou not thyself Thou who preachest that a man should not steal, dost thou steal? Thou who sayest a man should not commit adultery, dost thou commit adultery? Thou who abhorrest idols, dost thou commit sacrilege? Thou who gloriest in the law, through the breaking of the law dishonorest thou God? For the name of God is evil spoken of among the Gentiles through you, as it is written. For circumcision profiteth indeed if thou keepest the law but if thou art a transgressor of the law thy circumcision becometh uncircumcision if therefore the uncircumcision keep the righteous ordinances of the law shall not the uncircumcision of such be counted for circumcision and shall not the uncircumcision which by nature fulfilleth the law condemn thee as a transgressor of law Though a Jew by the literal circumcision, for he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew who is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not according to the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. Chapter three what advantage then hath the jew or what is the benefit of circumcision much every way but chiefly because to the jews were committed the oracles of god for what if some had not faith shall their want of faith make the faithfulness of god without effect by no means yea let god be true but every man a liar as it is written that thou mightest be justified in thy words and mightest overcome when thou art judged but if our unrighteousness enhance the righteousness of god what shall we say is god unrighteous who inflicteth punishment i speak according to the manner of men by no means for then how shall god judge the world for if the truth of god hath abounded to his glory through my unfaithfulness why am i still condemned as a sinner and why say ye not as it is slanderously spoken of us and as some affirm we say let us do evil that good may come whose condemnation is just what then do we excel the gentiles no surely for we have before brought a charge against jews and gentiles that they are all under sin as it is written there is none righteous no not one there is none that understandeth there is none that seeketh after god they are all gone out of the way they are altogether become worthless there is none that doth good no not even one their throat is like an open sepulchre with their tongues they have used deceit the poison of asps is under their lips their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness their feet are swift to shed blood destruction and misery are in their ways and the way of peace they have not known there is no fear of god before their eyes now we know that what things soever the law saith it saith to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be stopped and all the world become subject to the judgment of god for by the works of law no one can be justified in his sight for through law is the knowledge of sin but now god's method of justification without a law is manifested being attested by the law and the prophets even god's method of justification through faith in jesus christ unto all and upon all who believe for there is no difference for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god being justified of free bounty even by his favour through the redemption which is by christ jesus whom god hath set forth as a mercy seat through faith in his own blood to show his method of justification concerning the remission of past sins through the forbearance of god to show his method of justification at this present time that he might be just when justifying him who is of the faith of jesus where then is boasting it is excluded by what law of works no but by the law of faith for we conclude that man is justified through faith without the works of law is god the god of the jews only is he not of the Gentiles also? Yes, of the Gentiles also, since there is one God who will justify those of the circumcision by faith, and those of the uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void law through faith? By no means. Yea, we establish law. Chapter 4 what advantage then shall we say abraham our father as to the flesh found for if abraham was justified by works he hath whereof to boast but not before god for what saith the scripture abraham believed god and it was counted to him for righteousness now to him who worketh the reward is not counted a matter of favour but of debt But to him who worketh not but believeth in him who justifieth the ungodly his faith is counted for righteousness as david also describeth the happiness of the man to whom god counted righteousness without works saying happy are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered happy is the man to whom the lord will not count sin cometh this happiness then upon those of the circumcision only or upon those of uncircumcision also for we say that faith was counted to abraham for righteousness how then was it counted when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision not in circumcision but in uncircumcision and he received the sign of circumcision a seal of the righteousness arising from the faith which he had being yet uncircumcised That he might be the father of all those who believe though in a state of uncircumcision that righteousness might be counted to them also and the father of circumcision to those who are not of the circumcision only but also walk in the steps of that faith of our father abraham which he had being yet uncircumcised besides not through a righteousness of law the promise was to abraham or to his offspring that he should be heir of the world but through a righteousness of faith for if those who are under a law be heirs faith is made void and the promise is made of none effect because law produceth punishment for where no law is there is no transgression therefore righteousness is from faith that it might be through favour so that the promise might be sure to all the offspring not to that only which is of the law But to that also which is of the faith of abraham who is the father of us all as it is written i have made thee a father of many nations in the sight of that god whom he believed who giveth life to the dead and called those things which are not as though they were he contrary to hope believed with hope so that he became the father of many nations according to that which was spoken thus shall thine offspring be and because he was not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old nor the deadness of sarah's womb nor did he stagger at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith and gave glory to god and was fully persuaded that what god had promised he was also able to perform wherefore abraham's faith was counted to him for righteousness yet it was not written for his sake only that it was counted to him but for the sake of us also to whom faith will be thus counted if we believe in him who raised up jesus our lord from the dead who was delivered up for our offences and was raised from the dead for our justification The end of chapters one through four of the epistle of Paul to the Romans. Recording by Mark Penfold.